following is a podcast from Echo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. For more info, check us out on Instagram at echo.victory. We have two messages for you, some thinking behind why that's happening. You may connect a little bit more with one message but or the other or both. Um, God, God, God spoke a word to both these guys right here and it's here for you today. Right. Um, but lean into both of them. Um, another thing we're doing, if you notice one is a student, we have Kyler up there. Okay. Yeah. Let's make some noise for Kyler. All right. Um, but what's awesome is God doesn't just ask adults or, or pastors to be the one spreading his word, right? He doesn't just trust people who, who have earned it, right? It, Anybody, God's not a respecter of person. So each and every one of you have the ability to go out and spread God's word. And so what's awesome is being able to empower one of our students here, someone just like you guys, to come up here and speak his word and to spread his word. And so with that, let's welcome Kyler on up as he delivers the word for us today. All right. I'm ready to preach today, guys. I'm really excited today. How y'all feeling tonight? Or this morning? I'm sorry. I'm used to Saturday. But let me get situated real quick. All right. How are y'all feeling today? Are y'all feeling good? Come on. Like, somebody say they feel good. Who's feeling good? Who's feeling good out there? All right. Um, if y'all don't know me, my name's Kyler. He just said that. But um, I've been going to this church for a real long time. A few things you want to know about me. Um, Larry Boy is the best superhero. That is, not, that is not a question. That is true. That's a fact, okay? You can't disagree with me on that. He kills people with kindness, you know? Like, he's the best superhero. And number two, um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Number two, um, I love my friends and family almost over anything in this entire world. Like, I love my friends and family. The only thing I love more is my God. And the last thing that I'd like to tell you is this is my favorite place in the entire world. Like, this church has so many wonderful people in it. You don't even know. Like, it's fantastic. And um, I just wanted to tell you guys, uh, because you are here, that means you are my family, and that means that you belong. You belong here. Come on, let's, Pastor Ben said that, and I've just, that's been in my head for a while. So let's just jump right into this real quick. So I think we got the slide. Do we got the slides? All right. Uh, Proverbs 18, 24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. How many of y'all have uh, Instagram? Y'all got Instagram? You got Instagram? I know he's got Instagram. All right, how many of y'all have uh, Snapchat? Well, that's a lot of people. Okay, now, who, how many people in here have streaks? All right, so the thing I want to talk about today is that streaks don't have worth, people do. So many kids these days are focused on, like, how many followers they have on YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, or whatever. But can I tell you that those people don't matter, but the people that are, matter are the ones that are closest to you and love you for who you are, not just because of the pictures that you have on your story or whatever. Somebody say, come on, that's some good stuff right there. All right, there we go. All right, and the second thing I want to say is the next part, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And I got one of my friends in here tonight. His name is Evan Rojas. He's over there. And I just wanted to tell us you guys a story about him. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, Evan was uh, in Sozo, and he was doing worship, and he uh, fell. He, like, passed out, and it was like, like, he's a big dude, so it was loud. It was a big bang, and I was sitting right over there, and all I could think about was, like, is my friend okay? You want a friend that's always thinking about, is he okay? How is he doing? 
Because when he passed out, that's all I could think about. Andrew was like, you good, bro? Because Andrew was speaking. And then as soon as they carried him back there, I went back there and I made sure that he was okay. You want a friend that's making sure if you're okay. When something's wrong with you, then they're going to bring you back to the light of God. Because I get an amen for that. Come on. All right, there we go. All right. And the next verse I want to say is Proverbs 13:20. He who walks with the wise grows wise, but a companion of fools suffers harms. This is the biblical way of saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Who you hang out with will impact you be- who you become as a person. Do you want the pers- people that you're hanging out with to be the people who are doing drugs, like watching porn and doing, just being mean to people in general, like talking back to their parents? And I'll admit, I do talk to- back to my parents sometimes. I can't lie because my dad's here. But um, you don't want the people you're hanging out to be being like that. You want the people that you're hanging out to be with the people who are following God know who they are in Christ and tell you who you are in Christ too because the people that are true friends will know who you are. There we go. And make sure that your friends aren't defining who you are. That's God's job. God defines who you are in his word. God says you are wonderfully and hopefully made. He says you are wonderful because he made you. He gave you special talents. Don't let anybody talk down to you. And your true friends will agree with God that you are wonderful. Because that's what a true friend is. They know who you are. And they will tell you that you are wonderful because they know it too because they love you. The last thing I want to get into today is Philippians 2.5. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. Whoever you let have your heart, make sure that Jesus has theirs. Because you want to make sure the people that you're following follow Jesus. Because if they're not following Jesus, then they might be following someone else. Some people who are doing drugs. I know, like, some of y'all are sitting down here, you're thinking, like, this isn't going to happen. I'm in middle school. That's exactly what I thought. And then I caught someone vaping in the bathroom. It's a real issue. And then that person walked up to me and said, if you tell on me, I'll get someone to beat you up. And I just laughed, and I said, good luck with that, because I got friends that can back me up. Can I get an amen for that? There we go. All right. And one friend that I had that really backs me up all the time is my friend Ian and also my friend Evan, but I got a specific story about Ian. So how many of y'all are procrastinators in here? Like who procrastinates? Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I do do that. I can't. Uh, again, my dad's in here. Um, but I was procrastinating about this one math assignment, and it was like a big, long math assignment. You know what I'm talking about, like a math project about some P- Pythagorean theorem or whatever. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. It was due the next day. I'm like, all right, I got to get this done. I fell asleep, and I woke up, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. It was bad. All right, so I call my friend Ian up on the phone, and I'm like, dude, you're smart. Um, How do I do the Pythagorean theorem or whatever the heck it is? And he's like, all right. He didn't give me the answers, but he talked me through it. Because a true friend will be there for you in your darkest hour, and then they will bring you to the light of God. It may be something as simple as a math assignment, but it may be something like you're addicted to something like drugs or porn or just anything. It could be anything, like watching Addicted to Binging Friends on Netflix. Can I get an amen for that? Like, I've seen that show like a million times now. It's, it's, it's a problem. But your friend will be there to take you out of the darkness and bring you back to the light of God. Can I get an amen? There we go. All right. Um, that's all I got for today, guys. Um, I love y'all. Uh, I really appreciate uh, being able to come up here and speak to you guys. Um, like, let's face it, you came, you woke up on an 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning and came to hear a 14-year-old speak about friendships. Like, that's, that's something to clap about. I just want to give it up for you guys. Like, that's, 
Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Um, I love you guys. Hello. Oh, there we go. All right. I was silenced there for a second. Hey, let's give it up for Kyler. Come on, real loud, real loud. Man, my dude killed it up here. Again, I want to stress, like, I was sitting there trying to pick out a point to talk about, and I really couldn't because all four of them were so good. Um, and, I mean, that's just, how old are you, 15? I'm 14. 14. 14, 14 guys. I mean, yeah. that's incredible. Imagine when he's my age. Right, what he's going to be doing for the kingdom of God. Can we just give it up again for the gifts that are getting poured out thanks to your guys' obedience? And guys, that could be you. If, if you have that and you want to serve, get involved. Talk to us, guys. We want to build you up. We want to grow you just like Kyler's growing. Um, and I just want to hit on a point, kind of summarizing all, guys. The people around you are so important. The people you choose to put around you are so important. They can either build you up or they can tear you down, right? Our, we can only we can only, you know, uh, stay ourselves for so long if people are trying to bring us down. We got to get with people that are going to bring us towards God continually. Okay, um, but Kyler, man, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, and that's going to transition our next guy. So Kyler was pretty fired up. This next guy brings so much energy. You guys have heard him speak. Who here loves hearing Andrew speak? Yeah, Ooh, you're getting you. a fan club. All right, well, we're welcoming up Andrew. Let's uh, get as fired up as he is whenever he talks as we welcome him one final time. One final time. Wow, that was not at all yeah, fired it's, up. it's not final. It's okay. Echo, y'all good? Okay, I like that. That's better. That's better. Man, so I'm a, normally, like, I like to do this, like, long intro and take a lot of time. It's like, oh, this is who I am. My name's Andrew. I do all these things and all this fun stuff, but I'm not going to do that today. I'm actually just going to start. I'm just going to read the Bible. I only have 10 minutes. Y'all ready? All right, everyone put your right hand in the air, grab that seat buckle, strap her in. Here we go. Psalms 121, starting in verse 1. It says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. I began to process, began to read, began to take in. This verse the other day, I was just reading my Bible, my normal Bible reading time, and I'd like to say it's like early in the morning, and I wake up before dawn, and I spend time, I don't do that at all. <laughs> I actually uh, sip hot, hot apple cider alone in my apartment and read my Bible at night. But I was processing this and just, just really trying to spend time with God, and I began to read this verse, and verse 1 and 2 make total sense, right? I look up to the, I look up to the mountains, where does my hope come from? My hope comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. I'm like, all right, cool, this is awesome. It makes total sense, everything's good. And I get to the next verse, and it says, uh, right there, it says, uh, he will not let you stumble, the one who watches over you will not slumber. And I began to read that, and I was like, um, God, I've stumbled before. I've messed up. Before, Like, since I've been following you, like, since I've been a Christian, I've messed up before, I've stumbled before, but yet your word says that you will not let me stumble, but my toes hurt. Anyone been there? Anyone ever read anything in the Bible and you're like, yo, this makes, this looks great on paper, but this is not my reality. This is not my situation. This is not where I'm living. And I, I begin to process. I'm saying, God, this is, this is what you say, but my situation doesn't match up with what you're saying. And so where's the gap? And I began to pray. I began to process because so many times when we read the word of God and it doesn't line up with 
what our situation looks like, we begin, we begin to believe that God's not real, that God's not true, that the Bible's lying, and that I'm right over God. But what we have to come to as the church, what we have to come to as Christians is being able to say, okay, if something's not lining up with what the Word of God says, then my perspective of, of the situation is actually incorrect. We have to take the humble road and say, okay, if this doesn't make sense, then I'm going to go to God to help myself understand what's happening. And so I begin to process this out. I begin to pray. I begin to, to run towards God, not run from him, because he's the one that knows the truth, right? He's the one that, that's leading and guiding me. And so I said, God, why, is it, why doesn't this make sense? And he began to speak to my heart, and he said, he said Andrew, he said, it's not, he said, it's not what I'm saying problem. It's a submission problem. See, the gap was not in the fact, was the Bible true or not? The gap was in the reality of, could I submit to God? Could I trust God? Because I said, this doesn't make sense. This isn't lining up. So why, why can't I get to where I want to go? Why isn't this working out? And he began to show me that as long as I'm in control, I'm calling the shots, I'm the one that's controlling my life, I can't be in his protection. Does that make sense? Y'all track with me? Okay. So imagine the Bible says that we can actually, we can, we, we walk into and walk out of the hand of God. And so if I live my life submitted to God, I'm in his hand. But if I begin to call the shots, then I step out of his hand. Well, the Bible says that he will not let me stumble. He's not going to let me stub my toe. So as long as I'm in the hand of God, he can guide me. He can lead me. He can take me to a place of protection and safety. But if I'm outside of his hand, then I'm the one calling the shots. I can't see when there's a Lego on the floor. I'm going to step on it. Right? Like if I'm walking after everything God has for me, because the reality is, is that if you're in this room, if you have breath in your lungs, then God has a plan for your life. Not only is it a plan, but it's a good plan. It's a perfect plan. It's a plan that leads you into fulfillment. It's a plan that leads you into his arms. It's a plan that, that doesn't leave you high and dry. It, it actually engages you to live the best life that you, were, that you could ever live. But you can only reach that. You can only experience that when you're in the hand of God. When you're following his commands. When you're trusting his voice. When you're listening to, to how God is leading you. And some of you guys might be in here like, man, I don't hear God. That's creepy, right? Anyone ever thought of God and been like, ah, you hear ghosts, bro. Like, you need to, you need to go home. Um, I, I, I am for real. Like, God, God does speak. He's a speaking God. He's never not spoken. In fact, the biggest gap is not actually God. It's us. Uh, we're the ones that, that don't always pay attention and so I began to really process, say, okay, God, if, if, if this is submission issue, then where am I missing it? Where's this gap? And I began to, to pray and to, to ask God. Y'all feeling good? Y'all good? Y'all with me this morning? Okay, because I'm saying some good stuff. I need some amen, some come on, some. Can we, just, can we just shout on the count of three? Wake up a little bit. One, two, three. All right, one, two, three. I'll come on one more time. One, two, three. Okay, there we go. Man, because we're we, we in church. This is fun, right? Are we going to say, God, how do I, how, do, how, can, how can I begin to, to do this, to follow this, to trust this? And he began to take me on a little bit of a journey. One of the things that the Bible says is that it says that God has established every person that's in authority over your life there. 
So what that means is every position of authority, it says, is, is divinely placed by God. And so um, your parents are not your parents by accident. Okay? Our president is not our president by accident. Right? Pastor Ben is, is our pastor not by accident. Ultimately, our, our pastor of this church is Pastor John Nuzo, and that's not by accident. And so I began to process and pray and think and, and, and just ask God. And what I began to realize is that one of the best ways for us to hear God and hear his leading in our life is actually to submit to the authority around us, which is your parents, which is like the law of the land, right? The, 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 the rules of this country of America. It is our pastors in this church. It's, it's sitting and resting in the teaching of, of the sermons that you guys get to sit in every single week. It's trusting your small group leader and having conversations with them and going, hey, I don't know how to handle this situation. I don't know how to handle this problem. What do I need to do? And, and, and going to your parents and actually... Um, when they say clean your room, like clean your room, and, right? And when, when they're telling you to, hey, uh, we're not going to go out with that friend tonight. And you're like, but why? Because God's actually protecting you through your parents. Does that make sense? Thank you, Caden, for that little, yes, you can clap. One of the things I need you guys to understand is that submission is toe protection, right? Submission is toe protection, the only way for us to get to what God has for us is to submit to his voice, his will, and his leading in our lives. I love Jesus, like a lot. And I love preaching the cross. I love preaching the grace of God and the truth of God. But there's a whole other aspect to grace, and that's truth. And truth is the fact that we have to, we have to allow the Bible to be the ultimate authority in our lives. What the Bible defines as sin will destroy you. What the Bible defines as sin will keep you from your calling. What the Bible defines as sin will separate you from God, but because of Jesus, we can actually walk into right relationship with God. But once we begin to follow Jesus, there should be a passion within our heart to follow his commands. In fact, 1 John even goes to mention that. It's evident that we're Christians. It's evident that we love Jesus. It's evident that we follow Jesus because we follow his commands, because we walk in his path, because we submit to the ultimate authority of the word of God, which the word of God is leading and guiding every moment of our lives. And so, I mean, if you want to hear God, if you want to hear what God is leading in your life, start reading your Bible because you can't learn to hear someone's voice until you start listening to it. See, when you process the Word of God, when you, when you read the Word of God, if you, can't, if you can't focus on reading the Bible long enough, go to the Bible app and listen to it. Just press play, listen to a chapter a day. I did that for a long time until, until I got used to learning how God would speak, and then I began to ask God to speak to me, and what would begin to happen is one voice would sound like the Bible and one voice would not, and I would begin to learn that one is God and one is not. Thank you. Yeah. If you want to reach what God has for your life, you have to learn how to follow the voice of God. Worship team, you guys can go ahead and come on out. One last thing I just want to bring to you guys and then I'm done is God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life, right? Yes, nod with me. God has a plan for your life. Yes, he's not messing around. He's not joking. God loves you like crazy. But you've got a path to walk, right? Like if you're going to reach what God has for you, you've got to walk in the plan that he's, he's executed for you. Because really how I see it is 
is that we as humans, we, we walk in a sense of darkness and we're walking in a pathway that I know that I'm going there, but if everything between here and there is dark, then someone's got to see, be able to see in the dark to get me to where I need to go, right? And so if there's a Lego, has anyone ever stepped on a Lego? Come on, that just makes you want to say words that you can't say in church. If I want to miss this Lego, I've got to have someone who can see in the dark. And so if I'm walking, I've got to be so sensitive to the voice of God to know that he tells me to go left, know that he tells me to go right, but I've got to walk. Half of your battle is just starting a walk with Jesus, but the other half is actually listening to Jesus. But the light to your path is actually all in Jesus. It's all in Jesus. How do we get to what God has for us? The Bible says that the word is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my path. The word of God will bring light to the path in which we have to walk. Navigate us through hurdles, navigate us through pain, navigate us through hard situations. But it also begins, it goes to say in the book of John that, that Jesus was the word become flesh. Therefore, Jesus is the light. And Jesus even made it clear. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Through Jesus, through following the way he loves people, through following the way he listens to God, by following the example of Jesus, we begin to walk in a way like Jesus where we can walk around these obstacles. Where we don't have to stub our toe anymore, where we can begin to pursue everything God has for us. But everything hangs on the reality of Jesus. Everything hangs on the reality of Jesus. If you want to reach what God has for you, get before Jesus. You want to hear God's voice? Get before Jesus. You want to be set free from your past, your addictions, and your sins, and you want to walk forward into what God has for you? Come to Jesus. Everything that we do hangs on the reality of Jesus was real. He really did pay for our sins, and he really does love us like crazy, and we have a mission to complete, and, and that's following Jesus. I'm done. Thank you guys for listening to me, Zeke. Come take it away, man. All right, all right. That was incredible, guys. Again, I couldn't even pick out a few things to go over because it was also good. I was up there just nodding away. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, man, these guys aren't even awake. But you guys got it once you got you yelling. Um, hey, we're going to celebrate God, guys. One thing he tells us to do is worship him, praise him. Um, and we're about to go into worship again. Uh, and so if y'all want to come on up, let's make some noise. Let's get excited for God and all the amazing things that he has done for us in our lives. So come on up, guys. Turn it over to our worship team. <laughs> 